Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode first. Thank you guys for all your support this year. This is going to be the last episode of 2022, which is just wild to me. I'm so grateful for all of you guys for tuning in and for tuning into last week's episode specifically where I talked about how I embody when I'm going for a goal, when I want to achieve something or do something, how I embody that process. And so I'm glad I was able to share my process with you all. And I hope that it helps you as you step into the new year. Of course, you can have a fresh start literally anytime, but I know a lot of people like to use the new year as kind of like a fresh start. So I'm so excited for us to step into 2023, making it the best year yet. So I also wanted to do this episode a little bit on that theme. And so I'm not telling you guys what resolution to do, what goals to set. I don't really care what you do. I think it's important though to go in with a good mindset. So I want to share with you guys habits that I've decided I'm bringing into the new year, kind of based on what I've learned this past year and obviously years prior, but specifically I've tried a lot of different things this year. I've had to change a lot in my routine. So I'm going to share with you five habits that I am bringing into 2023 and I'm going to share a little bit why. So I shared last week Um, Some things I'm looking to embody, you know, I tried to share some examples with my experiences and I wanted to go a little bit more into the reasoning behind why I do some of the things that I do. Okay. So a lot of it though is still just based around the fact that I'm looking to constantly raise my vibration, raise my frequency, be in a good, positive, healthy state and to just embody the highest version of Erica, right? So all of these habits are going to help me do that. So no matter what your new year's resolution is, if you have one or whatever goals you're trying to set or whatever, whatever you're trying to accomplish, these are habits that help you in so many different areas of your life. And so I just wanted to share what I'm doing, why I'm doing them. And honestly, maybe it will inspire you to take a few of them on yourself And just because I have had some questions, just a reminder, last week I put the link in the show notes for the habit tracking app that I use. I really like it. I'll put it in this week's show notes as well. And if you're looking for like an application to help you stay accountable and to remind you to kind of do some of the habits that you are looking to maintain or start, then I would check that out. Okay, so let's dive in. So I'm going to share with you five different habits that I'm taking with me into the new year. The first one 
is only doing workouts that I enjoy. So I've shared a lot about fitness on here. I've shared a lot about my journey. You know, a few episodes back, I shared about how I had quite a health journey this year and it's changed a lot for me. It's changed a lot. And I will link that episode in the show notes if you have not listened and want to tune in. I did get some great feedback, so I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, But the main reason I'm focusing on only doing workouts that I enjoy is because I think that the mindset that you have when you go into a workout is just as important as the workout itself. Now, that doesn't always mean that you're going to want to go every time, or it doesn't mean that if you don't want to go that you shouldn't work out. Like I don't necessarily think that. I do believe that discipline is stronger than motivation, right? Because we're not always motivated. That doesn't mean we shouldn't do something that's good for us. But I will say I am tired of doing workouts that I have been told I should do or that I feel pressured to do by like societal standards or maybe it's what I've done in the past. Um, And I want to only do workouts that I enjoy. Okay. So right now in this season of life, that has been primarily doing spin class and bar. And, you know, I haven't lifted in a couple weeks and honestly, I feel really good not lifting. Um, I might, I'm sure I will incorporate it back in some way, shape or form. You know, I do love to lift, but honestly, I was getting bored and I was not wanting to go and I was kind of resenting my workouts. Same for Krav Maga. You know, I'm probably going to have to cancel my Krav Maga gym membership because I just don't go and I have not been enjoying it. And when I would go, I'd kind of have a shitty attitude and that's not a way to spend your time, right? Like if you are resenting the activity, you're going to be less likely to lead to be consistent. So I really think that the mindset that you have when you go do a workout, one, it's probably going to give you better results because you're going to be more energized. You're going to be more excited. And I have found that I leave when I leave that workout, I feel more energized. I feel more healthy and I feel strong mentally and physically. And it's just like a better, higher vibration. Like I said, I'm looking to increase my vibration in every different area of my life. And I think this is one way to do that. Okay. Also, if you're doing something you enjoy, you're more likely to stay consistent, right? Like if I'm excited to go to a workout, it's probably more likely I'm going to show up as often as possible and not only just show up, but like give it my all versus if I'm dreading going or if I feel like I'm forcing myself to go. Now, again, I will say a little caveat, like there are times I don't necessarily quote feel like going, but I know that I enjoy this type of workout, right? Um, so I have been loving spin and bar. I've been doing them a couple times a week each, you know, working about five days a week and I love it. I love it. And I'm excited to continue that mindset and to just keep trying new things. Um, I also, if we're getting a little woo woo, I would look at your human design as well. If you know your human design, because I am a manifesting generator and based on my chart, I am not someone that should be doing the same thing every fucking day. I need to do, I need to go with the flow. I need to follow my gut, follow my intuition because I do better with that. If I get bored, if I am restless, if I am not giving myself the freedom to like live in flow, live in an alignment, then I'm not going to get as much out of it. So that's very on track. Like this habit of mine is very on track for my human design chart. But some people, you know, they may enjoy doing the same shit every day. You know, some people love that. And I do love routine, but I need some flexibility within my routine. So my first habit that I'm bringing into the new year is only doing workouts that I enjoy. 
Okay. My second one, and I talk about this all the time, but I did want to bring um, some science behind it is doing either meditation or breath work daily. I'll be honest, I still have not dove into breath work. By the time this releases, maybe I have a couple breath works I need to do um, for this course that I'm doing. I just, I don't know, guys, I just love meditation. So I just really have not dove into breath work other than very basic box breathing. I do love box breathing. That helps me a lot, but I don't do it often. Okay. But for meditation, I found a great quote from the Mayo Clinic, and I will link this in my blog post. So there's going to be a blog post in association with this podcast. If you want all the links for the different studies and the different news articles and the different um, hospitals that I reference, because I really tried to go through medical organizations, um, then check out the blog because that's where it will all be. Okay. So This quote, meditation can give you a sense of calm, peace, and balance that can both benefit your emotional well-being and your overall health. And one, the Mayo Clinic, very reputable source, okay? But two, I'm bringing this habit into the new year because I see a physical and mental difference when I practice meditation regularly. And so all these major benefits, I personally can attest to all of them. Um, I mean, I can attest to all the ones that are subjective. I have not compared my blood pressure or my heart rate before and after. Okay, so major benefits of meditation. It builds stress management skills. Yes, guys. One of the biggest things I personally have seen with meditation and practicing regularly is it helps me not only to have just less overall stress, but it also helps me to manage stressful situations better. Like I feel like I get less triggered. I feel like I'm just able to tolerate stress better. And I think a big part of that is because my mindset um, and my mind has learned how to like stay calm and how to be more present. Okay. It also increases self-awareness. It helps you to focus on the present moment. And again, That's been big for me as someone who's an overthinker who definitely has PTSD and some fight or flight issues and my ACOA work, you know, being an adult child of dysfunction, like I often can be stuck in the past slash I just am very affected by things. And so being able to focus on the present is really important for me to manage my mental health and my spiritual health. So I love that this is a benefit of it. The fourth thing is it helps to reduce negative emotions. And again, I notice a huge difference when I'm meditating regularly. Like I am a more positive person and I feel like I just let negativity kind of roll off, roll off me, you know? So that's a benefit. And then also it helps to increase imagination and creativity. And I will tell you guys, I've gotten some of my best ideas from meditating, Um, you know, some people in the spiritual world call it like downloads, like, oh, they'll get a download. Um, sure. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of downloads when meditating. I've gotten a lot of ideas with meditating. It's given me a lot of clarity. Another benefit is it increases your patience, which I mean, makes sense. It's not easy to get into meditating. I mean, if you had told me now that I can now meditate for 30 or 45 minutes, no problem. I'd be like, wait, what? (laughs) You know, like that's wild. But I started with five guys. Like I, I have gradually worked my way up, you know, and I now love it. I crave it. I love, love, love meditation. Um, so it definitely helps increase your patience and don't, don't be, um, intimidated guys, because truly, even if you just start with two minutes a day, three minutes a day, five minutes a day, it will help. And you can slowly build up if you like, it also helps to decrease your resting heart rate. 
It helps to decrease blood pressure and it helps to improve sleep. I've definitely noticed I sleep better when I'm meditating regularly. And again, I think it's because if you look back or rewind, a lot of it is like, again, helping with negative emotions. Like what are things that help, like what are things that keep people awake? Um, If they're too focused on a negative situation, if they're like stressed, if they have something on their mind. And when you're able to learn how to manage those things better, like you're going to sleep better. So I personally think that's part of it. So again, habit number two, meditating or breath work daily. And those are some of the reasons why. So, uh, wow, what? Meditation three. No, no, no. Habit number three that I'm bringing into 2023 is finding time for play or rest, play slash rest. Um, So what does that mean? I am someone, I am go, go, go. I'm always fucking doing something. You know, I just got off work. Now I'm recording the podcast. Then I'm going to go write the blog and then I'm going to go work out and then I'm going to come home and then I'm going to do more work because that's just who I am as a person, right? I'm just constantly going. So for me, I am trying to find it really important and one habit that I'm bringing into the new year that I'm not perfect at by any means, but I'm working on it is finding time for play and rest and really just making play a priority. And it sounds kind of silly because like when you think of play, you think of like children, right? But at the same time, as adults, we need that stress reliever, right? So there are benefits to play. Um, When you make play a priority, it's been shown to boost your overall well-being, and that's coming from psychcentral.com. Again, I'll put that link in the blog. Um, It helps to boost overall well-being. It helps to cope with stress. And it's more, and I find that it's more about the mindset versus the physical activity. And they talk about that in this article as well. So it's not that you need to go physically play outside like you did as a child, though, if that's what you want to do, go for it. But there's so many different, different types of play. And they talked about this in this article. And maybe I'm going to do a whole episode about this at some point. I'm not sure, but I thought it was interesting that there's different types of like play, but just think about what is it that makes you happy? What is it that brings you joy? When I say make play a priority, what I'm saying is find time to do the activities that I know like bring me happiness, bring me joy, and bring me comfort. And this is really connected to our heart chakra, guys. So if you have not listened to my chakra episode, go take a listen to it. But a lot of times, especially in this world, like a lot of people have blocked heart chakras or have something that affects their heart chakra. So if you are someone that struggles with self-love, if you're someone who's like in your head a lot, if you're really stressed, like you may have something going on with your heart chakra and finding time for play and rest is really important. Okay. And I say play and rest because sometimes play for me is just like relaxing, you know, relaxing and doing something slow, like reading a book. Um, Sometimes it's just like baking my favorite dessert or whatever, or watching my favorite movie. And sometimes play is literally playing a board game or playing the guitar or going for a walk or going on my paddleboard, playing a sport, doing an activity I enjoy, going hiking. So Everyone has their different types of play. You know, like maybe you're a collector. Maybe you like collecting things. Maybe you like building things. Maybe you need to go buy yourself a fucking Lego set because you loved Legos as a kid and you want to put something together. Like whatever play means for you, okay? So 
Again, it's more about the mindset than the physical activity itself and allowing yourself to have that time to play, I think is really important. And so that is the third thing I'm bringing into 2023. The fourth habit is just being more mindful about the content that I consume. So what do I mean by that? Being more mindful about what I'm listening to, what I'm watching and what I'm reading, right? So just like we are so affected by the people we hang out with, we are also very affected by the content that we take in, right? And so I've already been relatively mindful about this, but one thing I do, and I'll be honest with you guys, is I do listen to a lot of news podcasts. I listen to, I have two that I really like, um, but I will say, well, two that are straight news and then one that is more just like, overall motivation, but he does talk about like the state of the world a lot. And I'll be honest, it's gotten very negative. Right. And so for me, I've just noticed that does that really serve me? Like, do I really care about what the governor of like whatever fucking state is doing? Like, yes, I care, but is that something I need to be filling my vibration with? And so I don't know. I may just like look for something that's a lot shorter, um, not a full hour. I know there are some like daily news podcasts that are like 15 minutes. I might just switch to that because then you're getting literally just the events, not the commentary. And I like to be self, I like to be aware of what's going on in the world, but at the same time, it can be such a negative thing, such a drag and it affects you, right? So being mindful of the content you consume And with podcasts, I really try to listen to like uplifting ones. I listen to spiritual ones. I listen to empowerment ones. Um, I don't listen. Actually, little tangent. If you are someone that struggles with like stress and anxiety and like negative mindset, this is something that I would really be mindful of is the content you're consuming. The amount of people I know that like are obsessed with true crime, obsessed with horror, obsessed with all this like kind of really dark things, but then struggle with stress and anxiety, you may not find that you are getting stressed over that podcast or over that TV show. But I will tell you right now, it is very likely lowering your vibration. (laughs) Those things all have such dark negative energy. And I know it can be addicting. I know it can be interesting. Like I used to watch Law & Order SVU all the time all the time. I loved that shit. And I do love mystery books. And sometimes I listen to a true crime. Sometimes I watch a true crime, but I always notice that after I do, I'm a little fucked in the head. I'm like, oh, that was awful. Like, oh, it's just so negative and sad. And I just really, if you're someone that struggles, I would be mindful. I mean, call me woo woo, call me dumb. I don't really fucking care. It's like affecting your vibration. I can almost promise you. Okay. So just be mindful of the content you're consuming. Like, Again, I only really listen to podcasts that are uplifting, that are spiritual, personal growth. Um, And I have a couple fun ones too. Like there's a really fun one that I listen to about relationships and it's just funny. Um, And then I listen to another one by a comedian. And again, it's just funny and uplifting. And so that is where I'm very intentional with books. Again, you don't have to only read personal development. Like I read a lot of personal development, but then I have been reading some fun books too. I personally love World War II books. Um, And I have found that they don't put me in a negative state personally, but I think you do still have to be intentional. And then, you know what? Call me corny. I love a sappy Nicholas Sparks book. I do. I love that shit. Give me a book set in North Carolina where some small town boy and girl meet and fall in love. I love it. I love it. It makes my heart happy no shame. So 
that's how I'm mindful. And Kyle and I, we don't watch a ton of TV. We typically watch like one show at a time and we just watch all the episodes that are available and then find a new show. And we are kind of like old people and we watch like the Discovery Channel and the History Channel or whatever fucking channel it is. And right now we're currently watching Mountain Men. (laughs) and calls corny but I love it I love that like it's just watching dudes in the outdoors learning how to survive or like teaching you survival skills and it's just like fun it's like okay did Marty have enough Martin in his traps this week or is his bush plane gonna go or is so and so you know hunting mountain lions this week like it's not it's not like the trash reality tv it's not like such negative catty bullshit energy, which so many like TV shows are now. There's such, there's so much drama. And like, is that really, is that really what you want to consume? Because what you consume affects your vibration. It affects the wiring in your brain. And like I said, all these habits are me trying to keep my vibrations high because as I vibrate on a higher plane, I'm going to allow myself to be more open to better experiences, to higher frequencies, and to a higher level of being. And so to me, that's really important because that's just like how my mindset works. Because if I can raise my vibrations, I'm going to raise the quality of my life, right? So it may sound silly, but if you're like struggling with mindset, if you're struggling with like anxiety, with stress, with depression, like things, I would really look at what is the content you're consuming and really think about, is it like uplifting or if not even uplifting, but like neutral, you know, like I wouldn't call mountain men uplifting per se, but it's like very neutral, just fun, lighthearted, like not big drama. Another show I love is Heartland. It's like, so I read the books and those were set in Virginia and it was like a girl who helped heal horses and it was so fun. And now the TV shows, like, of course, because it's TV, they have to add a little more drama, but it's like very family friendly, like call me corny, but it's like such a family friendly show. And like, there's hardly any drama. And when it is drama, it's like so silly, but it's just like a fun show. Like it's a heartwarming show. And I think that it's good to have those things. Um, another really good show. Shoot. What was it? What, what was it? Um, Oh, call the midwife or something like that. I haven't watched it in a while, but I did like that one as well. Okay, so my last one, and this is one I talked about a little bit last time. I did get a little bit of shit for how I said sauna because if you know how the people in the UP or even Canada say sauna, it's sauna. It's not a sauna. It's a sauna, but I am from downstate, and I have not lived in the UP forever, so even though it is a sauna, it is also a sauna. So my fifth habit that I'm bringing into 2023 is making sure that I am regularly doing hot and cold therapy. So for me, that looks like a sauna and cold showers. Um, I don't have a cold plunge available to me, but like if you had a cold plunge, you could do that. I mean, I could fill up my tub with ice, but that just would take so much time versus like an ice cold shower. So okay, sauna. Let me talk a little bit about why I'm doing it. So one, I've noticed that it helps me mentally. That was one of my favorite things of the 75 hard phase one is the cold showers and I love a good sauna. They're the fucking best, but there's also a lot of health benefits. So for the sauna, it can help affect circulatory, cardiovascular, and immune function. So it lowers the risk of vascular disease, including cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, and neurocognitive diseases. And I will say guys, this is based on various studies. Um, 
there are various studies that point to this, that point to these health effects. Now, probably a blanket statement, like they still need more research because there's not enough research done, honestly, but this is what they have found so far. So, you know, this is coming from the Mayo Clinic again, but just take take it as that. This is what they found so far. It also helps lower the risk of pulmonary disease. So essentially, if you don't know what all these things are, it helps your heart function, helps your lungs function, it helps your brain function. Okay. It also can, has been shown to ease arthritis pain or like joint pain, helps to increase your immune system. And basically the sauna, it increases your um, blood, like it dilates your blood vessels, right? So then it's increasing the circulation of blood throughout your body, which has been shown to have a lot of healthy effects. So they recommend that you do two to three times a week for no more than 15 to 20 minutes. And there's just a ton of research guys that's coming out. That's been done, especially like this is a Finnish tradition. Thus why it's very popular in the upper peninsula of Michigan, um, and other like cold weather places, but there's a lot of benefits to it. I found that I just feel so good when I sauna. I'm up to 15 minutes and I love it. Okay. So if you have one available, I would look into it. A lot of gyms have them. I personally do a dry one. There's also like steam rooms and there's so many different, like there's infrared, there's so many different options. Um, but that's what I enjoy. And, um, it's a lot of fun. It feels good. It's relaxing. It helps you mentally. It helps you physically. It's a great habit to get into. So I've been trying to do it like two to three times a week, specifically after I do cardio, because I'm already sweating and gross (laughs) if I'm being honest. And so then for the cold therapy, I personally do cold showers, but this also, these effects are also, um, for cold plunges. If you cold plunge instead of cold shower. So first thing is it helps to reduce stress levels and why? Because you're putting a stress on the body and it shows that you can overcome that stress. The nervous system is slowly hardening, AKA it's getting used to the small amounts of stress. And as it gets used to those small amounts of stress, it helps you to handle stress better when it comes up in your life. So if you haven't noticed, guys, a lot of these habits I am implementing or that I have implemented that I want to continue to implement and that I want to be a bit stricter on myself with are to help you reduce stress, are to increase your vibration, reduce stress. These are all very important things because truly, I think if we all can reduce stress, we will all live like happier, healthier lives. Okay. It also helps you to be alert because it wakes you up like cold water is going to wake you up. And it also brings more, more CO2 into the body since you like are breathing more tip. I don't know about you, but when that cold water hits, you take like a sharp breath and you're like, and it's like, oh my God, fuck. (laughs) At least that's what I think. And so especially doing the Wim Hof breath method, which I personally have not done yet. That's a goal of mine is to like learn his method. Um, but just make sure that when you're doing the cold shower to breathe, okay, it helps you to be more alert and it's really good for you. It also helps to increase immune function. And so how does it do that? It increases the white cells in the body, which helps to protect against disease. It is also believed to be related to an increase in the metabolic rate, which stimulates the immune response. It also increases willpower, Why? Because getting in a cold shower or cold tub is not fucking comfortable. So it takes a lot of willpower to basically put yourself in an uncomfortable 
position on purpose. Like you are doing something uncomfortable on purpose that is giving you stronger willpower, which is going to help you do more uncomfortable things in your life and be able to get through them. Because let's be honest, guys, we often have to do uncomfortable things, whether that's an uncomfortable conversation with someone, whether it's going out of your comfort zone to do something that you really want to do. I think it's really important to learn how to be comfortable with getting uncomfortable. (laughs) I know that doesn't make a lot of sense, but it increases your willpower. Okay. It's also been shown to potentially help with weight loss. So there is an increase in the metabolic rate when you do cold therapy. And also it's been shown to uh, have an increase in brown fat tissue, which generates energy by burning calories and thus helps you lose weight. Okay. So these are my five habits. I'm going to just run through them again really quick. First, Only do habit or sorry, but only do habits, only do workouts that I enjoy. Second one is meditating or breath work daily. Third one is finding time for play and rest regularly. Fourth is being mindful of the content I consume. And five is hot and cold therapy regularly. So I personally am trying to do cold showers pretty much every day. I have it in my little habit app to do them five days a week, um, but I am going for more like seven. And then cold or I'm sorry, hot therapy. So sauna, I am looking to do two to three times a week for about 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. They don't say to do more than 20 minutes, but basically all these habits are meant to help me grow as a person, help meant to help me, um, get stronger mentally, get stronger physically. And honestly, I've just found that they help me to reduce stress. And as I reduce stress, like I'm just a happier person. And they also help me to raise my vibration, which allows me to be on more of a level playing field and allows me to attract more high vibrational things. So if I can raise my vibrational state, I'm going to be more likely to attract, um, good things that I desire. So that that's some reasons why that I'm doing these habits. I've found that they help me a lot. And I would love to hear what are some habits that you are trying to implement in 2023. I hope that this helped you. I hope that maybe hearing some of the science and some of the research behind why I'm doing them um, would maybe inspire you to try a couple of your own. And like I said, I love that habit tracking app. I will put it again in the show notes. I don't know on if it's on Android. I personally have an Apple phone. I know it's on iTunes. Um, it's like a pink check mark. Um, in the Apple store. And I love that app. It's free. I think there is like a premium version, but I use the free version and it's great. So thank you guys for listening. And then next week we're going to talk about books and books that I recommend you read in the new year. So I hope you guys are having a happy and healthy holiday season. And I'm so grateful for you guys for sticking with me throughout this year. We've had an amazing 2022. I can't believe this is the last episode of the year. And I can't wait to just start 2023 with you guys and to just see where we are a year from now. Like, it's so exciting. I love reflecting. I love dreaming. I'm a big dreamer, big Sagittarius. Like, it's just who I am as a person. Um, But I hope you guys are having a great time. This is such a beautiful time of year. And even if you guys are in like a hard season of life, I encourage you to try to find the joy where you can and in the little things. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks for joining me today. I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Talk to you in 2023 and don't forget to stay empowered. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. 
You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at Erica Vishkalis. If you want to be a part of our online community, check out our Facebook group, Empowered with Erica. You can also find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.